all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Chief of Development and Behavioral Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Today, we'll be talking about holidays with blended families, step-parents, grandparents, and the children involved. You've all been there, either as a participant or a bystander. Dividing the holidays fairly isn't an easy task. How do you do it? Do you just say, no, there's not time? Is there a way to keep the happiness in the holidays? Let's talk about what's going on in your life. I want you to share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking from MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. President-elect Donald Trump holds a rally with supporters in North Carolina tonight, even as his transition staff says more cabinet nominations and other personnel announcements could be forthcoming. Here's NPR's Don Gagne. This is the second of Trump's so-called thank you tour events. Tonight it's Fayetteville, which is home to the Fort Bragg Army Base. At his first such post-election rally last week in Cincinnati, Trump used the event to recap his victory state by state at times. He derided his opponents and those who disagree with him, even as he called for national unity. Later in the week, he'll hold similar events in Iowa and Michigan. Tonight he is also expected to formally announce his pick of retired Marine General James Mattis as his choice for Secretary of Defense. Don Gagne, NPR News. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is ordering a new investigation into state prisons. As North Country Public Radio's Brian Mann reports, Cuomo's decision follows publication of a New York Times report that revealed huge racial disparities in the way inmates are treated. The Times looked at tens of thousands of documents showing how inmates are disciplined behind bars. They found that mostly white corrections officers often treated black prisoners differently. Michael Schwartz, one of the Times reporters, says the worst prison was Clinton Correctional Facility in northern New York. We found that black inmates were sent to solitary four times more often than uh, white inmates, and then they were held there for an average of 125 days compared with 90 days for whites. The Times also found far fewer black inmates released on parole when compared with white prisoners convicted of similar crimes. Governor Cuomo called the Times report disturbing and ordered the state's inspector general to investigate. For NPR News, I'm Brian Mann in Rochester, New York. Emergency personnel at the site of a deadly fire at a warehouse in Oakland, California, say they don't expect the death toll to increase beyond 36, but they're still searching the debris. They've cleared about 85 percent of the building. Here's Oakland Fire Department Battalion Chief Robert Litt. This morning at 2.20, we went back in and resumed recovery operations. Uh, At this time, we've been able to search through the building and clear approximately 85 percent of the building right now. The fire broke out during a dance party last Friday. 
Louisiana police reportedly have arrested a 54-year-old man they believe shot and killed former NFL player Joe McKnight last week in a road rage dispute near New Orleans. The Associated Press and local media report the suspect was jailed Monday night, days after he was initially detained, then released pending further investigation. McKnight, who was 28 years old, played three seasons for the New York Jets and one season with the Kansas City Chiefs. He was considered the number one high school running back recruit when he committed to the University of Southern California. At last check on Wall Street, the Dow was off eight points at 19,207. This is NPR News. Syrian activists are reporting that forces loyal to President Bashar al-Assad have captured large sections of eastern Aleppo that were under rebel control. The government campaign to retake Aleppo's eastern districts reportedly has displaced tens of thousands of civilians over the past week alone. The United Nations is identifying more than 40 peacekeepers from Burundi and Gambon who allegedly engaged in sexual abuses in Central African Republic. But as NPR's Afabia Quistartin reports, the U.N. is also pressing the countries of the alleged perpetrators to launch their own investigations. The U.N. peacekeeping mission in Central African Republic has been dogged by allegations of sex abuse and misconduct. French peacekeepers have also faced similar accusations. The U.N. says it has identified 25 peacekeepers from Burundi and 16 from Gabon as suspects behind the alleged sexual exploitation of minors between 2014 and 2015. The U.N. probe was conducted in cooperation with investigators from Burundi and Gabon. It's now up to those two countries to prosecute or not the peacekeepers who've already left CAR. The UN chief has recommended a UN court be set up to try peacekeepers accused of crimes, including sexual exploitation. Ophelia Christalkton, NPR News, Dakar. A British man has been found guilty in a case linked to a key suspect in the Brussels and Paris terror attacks. Zechariah Bufasil was convicted today of providing Mohamed Abrini with the equivalent of $3,700 in cash. Abrini has been seen on video as the man in the hat as police were searching for suspects of the Brussels attack. This is NPR. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Wallace Foundation, a source of ideas for improving education and enrichment for children both in and out of school. More information is available at wallacefoundation.org. And the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past episodes and hear any of the MPB programs you've missed on the MPB Public Radio app. Available on iTunes and Google Play. Listen live to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio. Search MPB Public Radio. This is Mississippi Public Broadcasting. I'm Terry Gross. Listen to Fresh Air weekdays at 3 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to family at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Good morning. This is Relatively Speaking from MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Chief of Development and Behavioral Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. 
Well, today we're talking about the holidays with blended families, step-parents, grandparents, and all the children involved. Or maybe we can just talk about families and the holidays. I think all of that, we've all been in situations, either as a participant or a bystander, when blended families are involved. And sometimes dividing those holidays up fairly isn't a very easy task. So today I want to talk about how do you do it. Those of you out there who have done it well, let us know what your ideas are. Do you just say no if there isn't time? Is there a way to keep the happiness in the holidays? Is there a way to make all this work without everybody being exhausted and stressed out? So hopefully we'll... um, We'll be able to talk about this today. I want it to be a dialogue. I really want to hear from you on your experiences and your thoughts. And then I'm, I have some tips for you on maybe how to make it work. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. Um, Good morning, Jay. I have Jay White, our producer, with me today. And Jay and I both um, are dealing with uh, blended family issues. We I have for a very long time, and I have a lot of do's and don'ts um, on that. And I know, Jay, you're relatively new into this, right? Yep. In the last decade or so. Okay. Not as new as I was thinking. So... Um, that's one of those things that, um, well, no, you're right. It's been about, uh, three or four years. I was thinking of the age of my oldest child, which is not, yeah, I was, I gave you the wrong number. (laughs) Okay. Well, whether it's three or four years or 25 years like mine, um, it's still, you know, uh, Does anybody ever get it perfect? I would (laughs) say probably not. But there are some ways to make it better, easier, maybe make you feel a little bit um, happier that the holidays are approaching rather than dreading that the holidays are approaching. Because the honest truth is having a... Uh, the so-called blended family is not something that most of us had on our dream list, right? A huge number of us end up being a part of one um, in whatever fashion, whether we're one of those step-parents or a grandparent or a child. Um, And then we don't have any instructions on how to do it at all. And so as we move through, there's some there's some pretty clear do's and don'ts. But um, no matter how many books you read about it and how many people you um, have talked to you about it, until you start trying to make it work, um, it's always not as easy as it seems it should be. Um, So before I get started on talking about uh, my thoughts and maybe some suggestions, let's go to our first caller. I'm excited. James has called in from Wiggins, Mississippi. Good morning, James. Hi. Thanks for calling. You have some comments about this. Well, it's just about family and Christmas. Good. I'm 65 years old, and, well, I have discovered through the decades that, well, the best thing to do is to spend as much time as you can with close family and 
don't spend too much money. We we all do that. I've done it too many times, and that's really not what it's all about. Mm. Absolutely. About well, it's about family, and it's about Christ. That's what Christmas is about, the holiday itself, right? Yeah. So, James, are you thinking that perhaps we all get caught up into the all the commercialization of Christmas and the advertisements <laughs> and the frenzy? You know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the um, the shopping, the yeah. the the Black Friday, the Cyber Monday, um, mm-hmm. all of that is geared toward making you think you better hurry up and you better buy the best gift. So, um, and and, for every person, that's different. But for me, I buy well food for my family, mm-hmm. and I buy well self help books because they need them. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? So, um, James, you've brought up something that often happens in a blended family is that step parents and step grandparents and grandparents um, all are are trying to sort of compete for the love of the children in the family. And so many times what happens is competition starts with who's going to buy the most and the best present, who's going to buy yeah, the biggest thing, who's going to buy that thing. I agree with you, and that's wrong. It is wrong. Um, yeah. It is wrong, but it's very difficult not to get caught up into the frenzy of that. And I think your point um, you mentioned you give food. I don't know if you if you buy the food you give, um, or if you make the food that you give. But I buy it. I buy yeah. it ahead of time. That yeah. way they can prepare it the way they want. And all. Yeah, that's nice. Um, the other thing, though, for children that can be done is is to make things for them, or to have them participate in making. One of my favorite, relatively new. Um, traditions in our family is to make gingerbread cookies and to decorate them and and the kids really enjoy that and it's something they can make and then they can take home with them and so um, it costs next to nothing and but it's it's a memory that imprints there um i think forever one of my best memories with my grandmother is um making biscuits with her <laughs> simple cost nothing she didn't take me anywhere except her kitchen table but it was it was there and so um james thanks i think you've brought up a good point just to to start um we just uh, lost a dear member of my extended family, and um, and we had a lot of really good times together, a lot of fun times together, and um, and I'm treasuring those memories in my heart. And so, um, to to keep in mind that those family members out there during the holidays are the most important part besides celebrating the true meaning of of this uh, holiday season. So thanks for starting us off, James. Um, thanks for your call. I really appreciate you helping us well, get going. And you have, a, you have a happy Christmas. Thank you. Same to you. Bye. Bye. Well, let's move along and talk a little bit about some of the mistakes that 
people make as we're talking about how to make the holidays good with um, blended families. And and this may be something I'm sort of talking to myself. I, I mentioned early on that um, I've had 25, 26 years of blending my my family with um, with the, the step families and the others. And um, over the years, I'm certain I've made some mistakes. Uh, I now talk to one of my daughters, Erin, uh, on my way here to the radio station, and she and I were talking about this very topic and, and what we would do this year and how we would perhaps not stress the adult children that I now have um, in making sure that uh, they are allowed to have their own holiday and still we get to continue some of the long and loved traditions of of our our like original family unit as i would put it and and so one of those things maybe is to to not get too stuck in the old traditions in that you feel like it has to be in a certain day and it has to be at a certain time and there's no way you can change your schedule for someone else. That's one of the big mistakes I think many times we make is um, being inflexible. Uh, so to to think about how maybe you can still have a tradition, maybe even have a similar or same tradition without having it exactly at the same time. So one thing we talked about is perhaps um, changing that Christmas brunch that we always love to have with all the kids and grandkids. Instead of doing it on Christmas morning, having it the day after Christmas. That's that's one thought. Um, and uh, we we were talking through this because I am such a sentimental person. Um, every little bit of everything um, is just so heartfelt. And so how do I make sure that I don't have to give all that up? And how do I make sure that I'm not imparting things that aren't important to my children or grandchildren or or, or others? Um, how do I make sure that I'm not forcing things on others that are just important to me um, to try to get selfish out of Christmas um, or selfish out of whatever holiday you're celebrating? Um, we we are around the Christmas holidays, but keep in mind there are lots of other holidays when this exact thing happens. So we're going to stop and take our first break. I want you to think about your thoughts. I have a lot of other um, mistakes that we make, but I want to talk about some ways to also make sure that um, we, we know what to do to try to make things better. We're talking about holidays with step-families, step-grandparents, parents, step-parents, other children, aunts and uncles, and how to make it work, how to make it really keep the happiness in the holidays. Uh, this is Relatively Speaking. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can send us an email to family at mpbonline.org. Join the conversation with us. We'll be right back.
Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an important message for all MPB viewers who use an antenna to receive MPB TV. On Monday, December 12th, our DOT 1 and DOT 2 channels will change. MPB HD will move to DOT 1. A brand new 24-7 children's channel, PBS Kids, will premiere soon on DOT 2. Subchannels DOT 3 and 4 will continue to carry Create TV and MPB Think Radio just as before. Cable and satellite viewers shouldn't be affected. If you have questions, please visit our website at mpbonline.org. News you can trust in radio built around you. Mississippi Public Broadcasting. You're listening to Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to family at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Rel- Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We're talking about uh, the holidays with blended families, step parents, grandparents, all the children involved, all the other relatives involved, and how to keep the happiness in the holidays and what to do to try to keep it that way and not wear everyone out. And um, I want to talk a little bit as we're moving along about that blended family and kind of the mistakes we make with the children as we come into a situation like that. And, you know, over the last, what, four years that I've been doing this radio show, we've talked a lot about step families and blended families and divorce and how to how to make things work and how not to make things work. We've heard from lots of callers about that in the past. And I just want to bring up a few things that uh, we continue to do, people continue to do, continue to make mistakes on as they're trying to make all this work out. And then we'll we'll get back into the holidays. But um, remembering during the holidays or any other time, there are things we should we should never do. That's never force children to take sides. Never force them to listen to your side of why things went bad. Um, don't talk badly about your ex. Um, and don't make your children the messengers, particularly about things such as um, how how you're going to spend the holidays. You really should not expect your children um, who are under adult age, you should not expect them to relay the message of when you are doing Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, whatever it is, that is not appropriate. So what you want to do is be a grown-up, try to make yourself decide how you'll communicate it, Um, try to remember that um, during holidays you should be sharing the holidays, they're not all yours, whether you want them to be that way or not. And I know I've had those feelings myself when I felt like they should be all mine, but that is not the way it works. 
but don't make your children the messengers of how how you think it should be. Um, don't think that you have to um, always coordinate everything, though, with your ex-spouse. You want to be careful, especially early in um, a, a relationship that is gone, early in the demise of that relationship. You want to be careful um, not to let your children think that, oh, if if the holidays are all planned together and you do everything together, does that mean everybody's getting together? So back together. So don't don't give false hopes during um, that time. Um, make sure you set your limits and your expectations of what the holidays are going to be. And then stay open with communication. Those are some real basics. And all of that, if you think about it, all of that um, probably the the title of all those recommendations would be just be a responsible adult. Um, you be the adult. Don't turn it around and try to pull your children in because that can can really backfire on you. Um, it can cause a lot of strife and, and negativism during holidays. That should be a real positive thing. So I want to hear what you think about those recommendations. And if you have any other thoughts uh, or, or additions to that as you're trying to deal with the holidays and plan, we've still got time not to make mistakes. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 If you don't want to call in, you can send us an email at family at mpb online.org. So uh, let's talk a little bit about some ideas that can help um, that step stress um, during the holidays. And, and one is to really plan. I just said we have time. Uh, what, this is December the 6th. It's not like things are done yet. So there's still time. There's still time to think about it and negotiate it. Um, but I would highly recommend to you that when you are dealing with multiple families, um, grandparents and strep grandparents and um, aunts and uncles or siblings and all that, that you really have to plan. You just I, I highly recommend that you don't fly it by the seat of your pants. I don't think it's a good idea. Be proactive. Um, discuss what's coming up. Find out what other people have planned. Um, a lot of times what happens, and again, I've been guilty of this, um, you make your plans and then you wait until a couple of weeks before the holidays and you tell everybody your plans and then you realize other people have already made plans on top of your plans. And so plan as early as you can and then make sure everybody knows what you've planned. Run it by them. Try not to have things so set in stone. Be a little bit flexible so that others feel like they have a part and don't feel like um, you need that that you believe that you are the absolute leader. Now, there's sometimes when you have to be that way. If if you are the parents of the household and you're trying to plan for your children, certainly, um, then 
fine, go ahead and make your plans. But if there are other parents who are involved who are not within the household, then perhaps you need to make sure that that they're not two sets making different plans. Um, and then as you're planning, I, I think it's important to also, because the holidays can be stressful as far as budget goes, and we've talked about that, to also kind of set an idea of what you plan to spend on it. How much is going to be homemade? How much can you spend on a meal? Um, How much do you think you'll plan on spending on each present? And then try to stick to that. That way you don't have these huge credit card surprises come January um, when... uh, Many people do find out, gosh, I didn't stick to my budget and I went way over it. Now I'm in big trouble. So um, I said don't be so staid in your old rituals that you you can't make a change. But there are some simple rituals that perhaps will give comfort, comfort to your children when they're in maybe an otherwise disrupted um situation and for you grandparents out there um you you may know what those are when parents aren't able maybe to maintain those rituals maybe you can help um you know simple simple things one one of my daughters absolutely loves a percolator punch that i make every year she loves the smell of it perking and um with the the apples and the cranberries and the cinnamon and all that and that's such a simple ritual but it is one of those things that can bring incredible comfort to uh, children and um, the need for sort of that feeling of security in their life. So remember the, the simple things that you can do to maybe make things better and feel like, yeah, maybe the family's not the way it used to be. Maybe um, someone died. Maybe someone grew up and out and they can't come home for Christmas. But if you... Um, If you try to maintain some of those things that were always so good and put a smile on your face, then do it. It'll help, I promise. Um, Do you out there have some, some of those simple rituals that you try to maintain that you think cost very little but perhaps make everybody feel that um, even though times have changed that things haven't changed too much and everybody's still secure in it. I'd like to hear from you about some of those. Uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. It seems like a lot of these, I know it's about you know, blended families today, but it right. seems like a lot of these could go specifically in the holidays for uh, just regular families. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you get uh, your family and then the in-laws at the same time, and that's a lot of juggling for a lot of people. And even if even if your uh, family is not blended, a lot of times maybe parents' families are blended and things like that. And so right. uh, you, the, the branches... The many branches are still there, just further up the tree, so to speak. Right. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, you know, I was just talking to somebody here at the radio station who just mentioned, I mean, they don't have a, a 
a blended family, but but their parent does now. And so that's obviously one of those those issues that affects everyone and and like you just said, Jay, clearly the those some of those um rituals that you so enjoyed when you were younger i know uh, um with my with our adult children now um like i was mentioning there are some things that i absolutely have to do for them even though nobody lives in our home anymore all five children expect um, mama, mommy, to make the the party mix that I always make and make that percolator punch. And now the gingerbread <laughs> cookies have been added. So <laughs> some of those really simple things um, can impart such an incredible joy. And have, like I said, they cost nothing. So yeah, we're not talking just about blended families today. We're talking about how to make holidays happy for families in general. Because as things change, as we age, um, there's no way for things to remain exactly the same. So um, we've got a call from Rena in Summit. Rena, you have a comment on on your Christmas. We'd love to hear about Uh, it. Yes. Uh, We always get together, usually the Saturday before Christmas, but this year it's going to be the 17th of December because Christmas Eve is on Saturday. Uh-huh. And we all just get together and we have a large family. They um, help with the food. We meet at one house and they play Dirty Santa and that takes some of the stress off of trying to buy for, you know, all the different people. Right. Where you get one gift and we have a wonderful time, and it takes a lot of the stress off of the Christmas season. That's a great idea. So you have you've chosen a, a day of the the week before Christmas, the Saturday before. So everybody um, in your, I guess this is you said we. I guess that's your is that your siblings or your children and their children or how do y'all grandkids, uh-huh. great grandkids. Uh, you know, there's four generations of us that get together, uh, well, five generations, really. Uh, and we all get together. If some can make it, you know, we all try to get there at the same time. That's a wonderful idea. So what you've done is you've been flexible. Instead of thinking that everybody has to gather on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you That's moved right. it so all those other now adult families can do their own thing. Um, there you go. Yeah. Great idea, Rena. Thanks right. so much for that. Um, just before you go, I want you to... Uh, we we have done, my siblings and I have done the Dirty Santa thing and have just had an absolute delight in it. So uh-huh. I, I, why don't you explain to our listeners real quickly what Dirty Santa is? Well, Dirty Santa is, if it's four people in the family, they bring one gift, you know, for a man and one gift for a woman, and then the children kind of swap gifts, but the uh, the adults, you know, can steal a gift from somebody or they can take from the pile and carry on that way. Right. So um, the way we do it is we draw numbers and number one gets to first pick a present. They pick Uh a present, open it, and then they... 
then they go to number two, and number two can either take their present that number one got or uh, pick another present from the pile. And it just adds such levity as long as everybody remembers that it's uh, a happy time and nobody can get in a fight over a present, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Rena. Great suggestion. Sounds like y'all have worked it out great. We appreciate your call. Um, have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Uh, so we are talking about um, holidays with the families, the extended families, the blended families, the step families, grandparents and all and different ideas. So would love to hear from you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send us an email to family at mpbonline.org. We're going to take our next break and we'll be right back. Give us a call and let us hear how you make it work best. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. Catch up on past episodes and hear any of the MPB programs you've missed on the MPB Public Radio app. Available on iTunes and Google Play. Listen live to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio. Search MPB Public Radio. This is Mississippi Public Broadcasting. To listen to stories and shows, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to family at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Relatively Speaking. We're talking about family holidays and how to make them happy. Uh, blended families, step parenting during the holidays and, and how to do it well or just your typical family and some of the stumbles that we sometimes make as we're moving along. And now I've given you a couple of suggestions and we've had a couple of good callers with suggestions. Um, but um, so far we've talked about planning, plan, 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 have an idea of what you're going to do, um, make sure that you communicate things, try to maintain simple rituals, remembering those simple rituals don't always have to be done on the same day so that you can move those rituals around and still maintain some semblance of semblance of what you had um, while at the same time being flexible and as your adult children grow and their families grow that you allow them to develop their their own ways. 
Um, and I am again talking to myself. I think many of you who know me or listen know that I have five children. I have nine grandchildren. I have um, a lot going on. And so, and being the sentimental person that I am, I love a good ritual and I find a lot of comfort in it. So, um, I have worked very hard over the years to try to make this work. I also have spent some time in my practice trying to help other parents learn how to make things work when they're dealing with extended family. So want to hear from you, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We've got lots of lines open and would love to hear from you. Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit more. We said plan, maintain those simple rituals when you can. Um, and, and here's another one. Give kids permission to enjoy other households, other rituals. Don't make it seem like if they are not going to be with you, then your heart is broken and things won't be the same. Um, one thing that we need to remember is Teach children, if you model um, behavior of resilience, that you are not relying on everyone around you for your happiness. If you, if you try hard to model that things are okay when people make decisions that perhaps were not at your suggestion, you are showing resilience, you are showing that you can be okay, and you are moving along. That's something important because that's the way you want your kids, your grandkids to be. And um, you don't want them to see you doing the, oh, poor me all the time. That's not good for them. And then you can release them from that guilt, release them to not worry about you if they are not with you on that um, special day. Um, Also... Remember that um, children and adults often are are really torn about a sense of loyalty. I know many times mothers or grandmothers will really tug at you. Okay, are those in-laws really uh, more important than I am? Or would you really consider being with um, those grandparents on Uh, Christmas Eve instead of with me. Um, So you want to be very careful about making it seem like they don't love you as much if they make a choice. Uh, That's a that's a a ridiculous way to be, first of all, in my opinion, and and it's very hurtful. Um, And all it does is make everyone unhappy. So be sensitive and remember that your children or your grandchildren um, may be struggling already without you injecting more issue in there for them. So has that ever happened to you? And if so, what what have you done to try to make that better? I'd like to hear from you. Um, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven. Six seven two seven four six four. Okay, so 
One thing I mentioned is that be flexible and and try make a few sacrifices for yourself. Remember, you can't make everyone happy all the time. So accepting that truth, knowing that you're not making everybody happy all the time, um, maybe will release you a little bit. Knowing that you planned, you were flexible, you were trying to maintain um, some rituals, but knowing that you're not always going to be doing what everybody is happy. So here's one example if you've always opened presents on Christmas morning after Christmas brunch, um, but everybody's not going to be there and it doesn't seem to be working out, why not shift it to the day before or the day after, whichever works out for you? You can have the same ritual, but you've shifted the the timing of the ritual. Um Something I mentioned earlier that uh, I think often um, people have difficulty with is um, the detaching from your ex-spouse. If you are divorced, that means, of course, the marriage is over. Um, So you have to remember that you don't need to continue to try to make everything work out for that ex-spouse. So, you know, yes, you need to negotiate for the time. Um, Try to work it out as best you can, remembering not to involve children under the age of 18 at all in the decision-making. That should be between the two of you, and the children should not be the messenger. Um, But to work it out and then stick to the plan and not be resentful about the plan. Um, Make sure that you are showing um, trust in your children. Trust that what they say is true. So if they say that they love you, that they are going to do this, this, and this, then that's what you need to remember to continue um, to show them, that you trust them and you believe them and that, that all, all is well for them. So I want to hear from you guys about how do you go about reconnecting with family if there has been a rift, if you've had a disagreement in the family, what did you do to try to reconnect with them? Um, if, If there is someone out there that you have been separated from, have you thought about during the holidays to try to pull that family member back in. Um, If you have or if you need some help with that, um, I'd like to talk about it today. You can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. So when you're you're moving along, um, sometimes with something like a rift in the family or a rift with a family member? Um, Was it because perhaps uh, they did something that wronged you? Was it that you feel like they may have had um, uh, a reason that one of your children had some difficulty 
or do you feel like that they wronged you in some way? Um, Have you thought about perhaps reaching out to them to give them a call to say, I've been thinking about you. Um, I would like for us to try to reconnect. I miss seeing you. You don't have to um, rehash everything that happened before, but perhaps just reaching out and saying, I care about you, I'd like to see you again, um, is all that you need to do. So you don't have to talk about the past. You don't have to talk about what happened. But you're talking now about caring and loving and and giving. Um, That is what can be so good. You know, we, we often talk about forgiveness at Thanksgiving and being thankful for what you have. But sometimes we forget to continue that as we move through uh, the year. So you want to think about how to reconnect, how to stay with somebody you care about and someone you love. So we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we have Julie on the phone from D'Iberville. We're talking about blended family. We still have time for you to call in if you want to talk about holidays with family and how you've made it good, what was bad, or how you can make it better. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. The election is over, and the nation has a new president, Donald Trump, and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will keep bringing you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. So listen every day. Hi, I'm Nina Totenberg. You can support the programs you love by donating that unwanted vehicle. It's served you well over the years and can still get you around town, but let's face it, it's just taking up space. Donate it today. It could be worth hundreds of dollars to this station, and you could get a tax deduction. And thank you. Go to mpbonline.org and find the contribution link on our homepage. We appreciate your support of our programs. To listen to stories and shows, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to family at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and we are talking today about blended families, step parenting during the holidays, or maybe just families in general and how to make things work better um, as you're going through uh, the holidays. There's plenty of stress out there and all without adding uh, family stress to trying to make things work. So we're talking about keeping the happiness in the holidays. Um, So let's go on to Julie. Good morning, Julie. 
Good morning, and thank thank you for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling in. You have some comments about your family? I do. Um, About a month ago, I had a falling out with my son. Uh, It was a hated discussion, and uh, since then, he has not been talking to me. I have tried to extend the olive branch, and that was not accepted. The uh, daughter-in-law still you know, calls me and texts me, and when she needs help, she gives me a call. But Christmas is coming, and I'm kind of, I hate for the grandchildren to, to be uh, involved in this. Oh, goodness, Julie. So typically at Christmas, uh, what kind of gathering do you have? I'm curious. Usually we have a, a very large family dinner with everybody, uh, including the aunts and uncles. And uh, I try to have a private Uh, more intimate family dinner the day before. Mm -hmm. So with your son, um, do you feel that um, whatever the heated discussion was about was something that you need to apologize for? You said you extended the olive branch. Um, I did. Yeah. So, um, and was that with a, a text, an email, a phone call? Which way did you go with that? I was there at his home, and I personally you know, reached over and, and told him that I wanted to stop this, and he did not respond. So this is my suggestion. I'm always, I think sometimes in the heat of the the moment when someone is, is still upset, sometimes uh, it's very difficult to figure out how to respond. And maybe in your son, it may be a sense of pride and he feeling like he was right. And so he... He really needs to maintain his rightness. I think many times, um, sorry for the, the generalization, men, but sometimes for men, it's a little harder to take a deep breath and let go. Sometimes, um, again, broad generalization, sometimes women impulsively say things and then they forget they even said them um, or uh, take them back and and they maybe forgive more quickly. So I would suggest this, Julie. Um, you sit down and you write your thoughts out. You write don't don't rehash the argument. Perhaps, like I said earlier before the break, maybe the the reach out could be. Um, to start with a line like, "Son, I love you." Um, I um, want you to know that I, you know, remember, you don't want to do a backhanded apology. You want to be careful about, I'm sorry if I said something that may have hurt your feelings. Probably the best thing to do is if you feel like you owe him an apology, say, I apologize. Um, And then to say that you love him and that whatever. But journal your thoughts down very carefully. If you put it in an email, do not hit send until you are absolutely sure that it says what you want. But what I would do better than an email is handwrite it. And um, in your handwriting and 
you can either take it and physically hand it to him or you can um, deliver it to his wife. Um, have you spoken to her? Does she, um, do you think she's encouraging your son to um, let go? That's what the problem is. I feel like sometimes he is uh, verbally abusive, and that was what the, you know, I was told to mind my own business. Ah. Uh. So you felt like he was being appropriate to his spouse. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. I'm sorry. I left the in off. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I really felt that that was inappropriate. And, uh, you know, just don't believe standing by with somebody who does that. Well, Julie, I admire you for um, telling your son that he needed to, I'm not sure how you said it, but I hope you you said you need to speak respectfully to your wife, the one who Mm -hmm. loves you. Um, Mm -hmm. Was she grateful that you did this? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I really don't know. The fact that she has not uh, turned her back on me, I would think... She understands where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a good idea for you to pull her aside and to sit down and talk with her um, in a situation like this. Um, you know, domestic violence is something we've talked a lot about, and you haven't said you felt like he was physically um, abusive to her, but verbal abuse. Abuse can be very, very uh, damaging also. And if you have grandchildren involved, for them to hear this, it's a terrible model. And so maybe the way you could word this to your son, Julie, um, in your your letter that you'll write him is that you feel like perhaps there's some some um, mood issue or anger in his heart that maybe he needs to deal with because you know he loves his wife and he shouldn't be talking to her the way he does. Uh, this is a very different and difficult situation, Julie. It might be helpful for you to... Um, to go speak with someone, a professional about this to help you step through this, because um, certainly it sounds like you were trying to defend your daughter-in-law, and certainly that's an honorable thing for you to do. So many times parents have an absolute blind eye, and no matter what their children do, it's all right, and and the in-law is all wrong. So you're in a different direction, and to me it sounds like a something you've done something positive so um i would encourage you to encourage your son if there are anger issues that he is dealing with that he gets some help with that so that he can have a a happy family life just with him and his wife and if their children involved so um, good luck, Julie. I hope that helped a little bit. Um, I'm glad you called, and I hope your holidays are happy and that things get resolved for you. Um, I want to thank those who called in, and I want to thank everyone for listening about trying to inject happiness in the holidays, no matter what your family structure is. It It's a time that can be very stressful, and uh, you want to work hard to to de-stress that. 
Relatively Speaking is a production of MPB Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and generous support from the members of the Foundation for Public Broadcasting in Mississippi. Today's show was engineered by Jay White. Our call screener, Sam Wells. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking and stay tuned for NPR's Here Now coming up next on MPB Think Radio. This forecast is underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Information on how to make good health a family affair is available at BCBSMS.